You're listening to the voice of Howard Stern. Hello, you rotten little bloodsucker. This is Alice Cooper. Hey, this is Justin from NSYNC. This is Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, hey, baby. Hellers the king. Oh. Hi, this is Jack. Just back up from the border for a short visit. You know what I'm talking about, pal? Hi and welcome to another edition of The Horse's Mouth. You're in The Horse's Mouth and my name is John Teague. So today, yesterday, last night, I had the good fortune of talking to my good friend and um, now politician Damien Cole um, to give us a bit of a rundown on his last, I suppose it's been nine months, I don't really know, but he's had a big push for the federal, um, well, we just had an election, didn't we? We just had an election. I mean, snooze, but we did. Uh, and But Damo, this is a big deal for Damo. And I don't mean to belittle it, but um, like, what the fuck? Really? Another, uh, I don't even know who's prime minister at the moment, but Damo, <laughs> I don't care anymore because it's seemingly the powers to be don't either. And I feel disillusioned. Um, disenfranchised by the current model. We live in a pretty good country. We've got um, our flaws, but the, the the where we're going, can we can we self can we sustain can we sustain this direction? Um, is been my thinking. You know, like I say in this podcast with Damo, and I saw it on the BBC News the other day, and it was a statistic about the world's population has doubled since 1970, and we're in the shit. Like we like the world is overpopulated, so we can say we've got this problem, that problem, but really, what's the underlying problem? <sighs> Me. <laughs> anyway, Damien Cole. He is um, coming up next to talk about his last nine months and the, what the future holds for Damo. Um, now he's spearheaded in gone from uh, state to federal and what possibly he could do more again on local. So um, anyway, I hope you enjoy the chat I had with Damo. Um, it was nice to have him around and uh, nice to see him looking a little bit less um, de-stressed. Because you know, no doubt, it's it's what he's doing. He's 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 it's you know, you can say politics, fuck whatever. But like, um, Damo really really gives a shit about the environment and the direction that we're moving in this current climate crisis. So anyway, I'll stop crapping on. Hope you enjoy the chat, and I'll see you on the other side. No, you will not. I forgot. Now, I fancy myself as a bit of a photographer, but. Uh, there are certain things that even I know my own limits. And um, I just want to give a shout out to Cam Murray, Cam Murray Photography. If you need a gun photographer, look up Cam Murray Photography. Um, just was a, gave me a massive chop out on some studio shots that I needed done. Uh, Cam, thank you. And um, and also give another shout out to Driftwood Goods. Um, so if you don't know driftwoodgoods.com, um, Give them a follow on Instagram or check them out. Social media's World Wide Web. Now I'll see you on the other side. You think this is, is interesting? Wow. Wait till you hear two hours of crap. A complete and total farfarama. Things have gone to hell. Hello, heaven here. Really is. It's mind-blowing. That, and that's where over the last nine months, the amount that I've learned... 
on an environmental um, aspect, from a political aspect, from an environment, you know, from a community aspect. It's incredible watching all this. And the more I open my eyes, the more I realize I have to, you know, yeah, there's a lot of work to do here. Well, I, I, I think I agree with you 100%, but I get so dis. Uh, like disillusioned. A, disillusioned, I lose the wind in my sails. I mm-hmm. look at the country, the people who are running it, um, and I just think they don't give a fuck. And no. when I, I think that, uh, and look, I, I can shift my thinking, but like I, I look at that and I think, well, fuck, if they don't care, and the one commodity that we can never replace if everything's about commodity is our environment. Yep, it's the only non negotiable. And it seems to be, I mean, like we all like, yeah, fucking pick up your dog shit, fucking build a oh, fucking thing you know, here. Oh, I've do got that. my keep like, calf. I'm yeah, super sustainable. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. There's a warehouse of a trillion of them somewhere. Yeah, it's a it's a step in the right direction. Um, yeah, listen, I agree with you. And don't worry, it's not like I'm the, although Sean Doherty tends to, he's always like, you're the eternal optimist. I'm always going, nah, we got this, we got this. And for the majority is that for me well we need people like you demo well, who for think me, that, I, yeah. I feel like, like and don't get me wrong there are moments where i sit there and particularly in this federal election there were moments where i sat there and i did say to my team in my you know at, at vulnerable stages i did sit there and i kind of went what's this all worth you know what are we doing is it even maybe we do or does it you know i, I have those negative thoughts as well well like, it's for human yeah right and and i do you know there, there's there are some negative you know i i've definitely been known to think that like been known to say that um you know it's along the lines of like well we are a cancer on this earth no matter what we do as human beings no matter how good you are out there we well, are uh, making, uh, 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 we are the making, originals seem to do a pretty good job of it they did but not anymore now you know what i mean because because western society has taken over the majority of our, our planet so then you say so the Western the, society is the cancer, not humanity. It's just the model yeah, that under yeah, okay. we're living. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, our capitalistic kind of way of life, as we speak, is what is a cancer. Well, it's because not no matter what, no matter what we do, no matter how much you reduce your footprint, no matter how many keep cups you've got, or the, if you don't own a car, or whatever, there's still something there. Everything that we look at in, in our society today has had some, no matter how small, some negative impact on our world, right? Yeah. Just everything everything we're in this room, everything that we do, that's that's just a fact. But what we look at is that was, you know, when we look at the population that we had fifty years ago. You, you know, like okay, so I was born in seventy six. Yep. Read in the BBC the other day. Since the seventies, the world's population has doubled. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is the problem. So it's not any one problem. Fuck me. So doubled. The, if we, we if we only had Two billion people, on, or if we had half, if we had three and a half billion people, or three point six billion people on this earth, we'd be looking a hell of a lot better. But what you do is you couple the the double in population over the last 40, 50 years, um, and then you put that together with our increase in consumption and capitalistic values and consumerism, and that together with with the, our use of fossil fuels going through the roof as well. Uh, with the degradation of our planet, so it can't really, uh, the, you know, the, the kind of shock absorbers that, it, that is the planet, you know, is lessening and it's becoming weaker and weaker and weaker. So couple all that together, it's a disaster. And that's where we're looking at now and that's where we're looking at. And uh, I'm not saying let's go back to caveman days or anything, but we have to really look at our actions 
as a society and start to change the paradigm and shift the way that we do things as a whole, not just going renewable energy. Yep, that's a great start. But we actually have to start looking at all of our energy use infrastructure and, and our consumerist kind of lifestyle and behaviours and start to look at it's it's you know, you know it, there's a salvation army across the road and they wouldn't take any more clothes. Too full. Yeah. Too full. Yeah. Because like what the fuck? Because people are going to the likes of Kmart, Target, Cotton on, they wear a thing once or not at all, and they you know, give it away. And that's that mentality that because it's because this planet has been so resilient for so long. We keep going, nah, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's cool, it's going to... And now we're starting to really see the impacts of our actions because the world is crumbling before our eyes. You know, we're, we're watching it at an alarming rate right now. Do you think it's like... Um, uh, I spoke to my uh, friend Kamina a while ago yep. and she talked of looking at a tsunami. She got hit by the tsunami in 2004. Wow, okay. And when they were watching it coming towards them, everyone went into like a zombie state. Yep. And no one could quite compute what was coming at them. Yep. They were all just sort of like, wow, look at that fucking, look at that. Like, that you know, was that one footage. That was a really good right-hander. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You're mesmerized by it. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but point being is, is this what was going on? We're fucking asleep at the helm or um, we're not. You're obviously awake. I think about it a lot. Um, but then you go, well, you know. What can we do? I would be frightened I, if I was a parent. Yeah. So, so would I, you know. And so are the kids. There are kids out there striking for this stuff. So because. who's the girl in Norway? Is it Norway? Greta Thunberg. Twin, Greta Thunberg. What a legend. In, in Sweden. Yeah, 16 years old. Is she still doing? Yeah, she just she was on the she was on the front cover of Time magazine this month. Amazing. She's incredible. And she she is definitely... We so need what is this? This is, this is a climate... Emergency. Emergency. That's exactly what we're in. Um... And we the, the the change of wording from climate change to climate emergency is, I won't get it, I won't get it right exactly. But if you look at the de definition of emergency, it's a dangerous, um, immediate and dangerous um, situation which demands direct action. Do you know the doomsday clock? Oh, which one? There's a <laughs> doomsday clock that's famous. No, 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 no. It's like, it's a, it's like a, a modernistic, probably, of the Mayan calendar where it ended and we yeah. all thought the world was going to end. No, this is the one where all the scientists, top-notch scientists, collaborate. There's a, like a team of them from around the world and they assess the world's health at the end of the year and they move that clock either closer to doomsday oh, or further yep, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that the one where we, we every year it's like I we think we're the closest we've been planets. yeah yep. and every year it keeps getting worse I think we're about to overshoot I don't it know if it's shifted this year but it shifted a big one the I think Remind the year before but I'm wondering if this new climate emergency in a long winded way yep. <laughs> is it going to make this clock or well it's not the other thing is it's not just the climate it's not just climate emergency this is a systems failure this is, this is more than just our climate changing, getting hotter or whatever, more extreme weather. It's, it's the changing of all of our systems. The, the, what's happening is, let's say, uh, when you look at, okay, you look at the, the, two, the two polar ice caps, right? So one of the big, so obviously they're melting, mm. right? And as they melt, they are, the, the sea levels are rising. So that's one thing. But what it's also doing is that it's changing the currents mm. all throughout the world, mm -hmm. right? Which is then having a flow on effects. Then the next one that, so, so that's 
change our systems starting to fail so we're all of a sudden we're not getting the same nutrients that are going we've got the top half of the ocean now that don't, that have kind of have no nutrients left um it's changing the way that ecosystems are building the shaping that it's changing the migration routes of of, of um, sea creatures there's all these kind of things that are happening so you, you know can i just cut you off there was a guy when i lived in margs in 95 he was do you know tom hoy he was an old hawaiian shaper California guy who lived in Hawaii. He was a shaper yeah, there. He shaped me in my first custom. Yep. He told me but before an ice age, the earth has to heat. And then what happens is it throws it into a reverse cycle and then it's a, it's a quite quick. Yep. We think it's a, like an, a, an ice age takes a really long time. And then that shit never left me. He was sort of haunting me one night when I was really fucking stoned. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, but it's seemingly this is what it is happening. The poles are melting Yep. And the cycles are getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And, the, and, and this is, so there's a few different things and this is why it's accelerating so quickly. And every time, it seems like every six months, the scientists keep coming back to the drawing board and going, fuck, we forgot X, Y, and Z. Shit, we hadn't accounted for the methane coming out from the permafrost in Alaska. That's just increased, you know, the, the severity it's and, and the speed of it all. Yeah. So it's just all of a sudden it's this compounding kind of... Or even just the sheer the size of the ice sheets. So being white, what it does is it reflects. We all know that you know black absorbs, yeah, white yeah. reflects. Uh, yep. So sun is reflecting off the ice caps. Has been doing for you know hundreds of thousands, millions of years. Obviously, as the ice is shrinking, there's less reflection, which means that there's more getting absorbed into the ocean, which means that it's heating up faster. So there's that happening as well. The unfortunate reality, and this goes back to, you know, when you say, are we in a zombie state? There's a book written by Yuval Noah Harari called Sapiens. And if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. And How many a, pages is it? It's a pretty no, I'm, I'm decent one. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty decent one. I think, the, I think there's a picture, pay, a picture book if you want. Like. Fantastic. Is it on audio? I'll listen, I can listen to it. It actually is. It's yeah. on audio, yeah. um, and but it's a really good one. It's... It's very factual. Obviously, it's a uh, it's it's the history of humankind, essentially from two hundred thousand years ago to today. And he goes through everything. And he goes, it's it's really good because it gives you just that snippet of how currency began, how religion began, how borders were created. Who put um, you onto that one? Uh, I fell. I came across it here. Actually, if you want to start, it, it Google. Um, globalism versus nationalism and he does this kind of hour and a half ted talk with uh, an interview kind of style oh okay yeah really cool. really good yeah uh but one of the things that stuck out with me in, in this book is when he look when he what he says was we let's look at let's go back to not even like we'll go pre-agricultural revolution uh revolution right so about 10 before ten thousand years ago we were hunters and gatherers we had tribes we are not now, and then you look at today and you go into a big city of 5 million people, we'll go to Melbourne or whatever. We are not biologically kind of, we're, we're not, we, we don't, on a, on a biological sense, we are not made to care for 5 million people. And we are not made, biologically speaking, culturally we have, we have really moved fast over the last few hundred years, even over the last few decades. So culturally, yep, we've, we've become accustomed to this. Biologically speaking, and this is why it became so apparent to me, we have, we have, we're a species that has become accustomed to care for those 50 to 100, 150 maybe people. We can't remember more than X amount. Of, like there's a thing, Names there's a cap. Or, yeah, yeah, there's a cap, there's a certain cap. And even, and I always go back to like, look at the ads that you might see from Oxfam. 
that are telling, talking about, you know, um, there's kids in Africa that are that are starving that can't get meals. Yes, we have empathy when you see it. Your heart breaks and you go, oh, that's horrible. Mm. You know, wow. Mm. But then we change the channel and we just think, oh, what's for dinner? Mm. You know, there, there is that. We, mm. we have empathy for those few seconds, but we don't have that deep concern where you're like, all right, that's it. I'm jumping on the next plane and going over there. Not everyone does. I've got to go and find this kid. Yeah, got it. And it's similar to what we're doing in with this climate emergency and, and these global issues that are happening is we are not, we, we don't have, we're not geared up to face these global problems because we it's so hard to quantify where for our brains to kind of think that yep this is all connected this whole globe is connected this is all affecting this it's domino effects it's this interconnected ecosystem it's quite hard when biologically speaking you know for hundreds of thousands of years we were you know in these little tribes where nothing nothing like that could ever have come into our minds no no no. i I get it and i get it but i think like my you know like you and my brain goes not you know i'm not i can't find hard to sit in the middle and you go like all right well what's the answer here do i walk outside and fucking burn my car and say that's it um i'm walking from now on and you know this society's fucked and i need to take a stand and and i'm gonna end up into the wild style eating some berries and dying (laughs) But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where do you go? Like, what's the, what is, how do you combat no. a government that doesn't give a fuck? We push harder. We do. We, 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 we don't have much of a choice. Right. But you're talking, I feel that you're talking a revolution. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but like. It's getting to that point. Like, you look at something like the Extinction Rebellion that's going on around the world. Right, so this is a group of, of activists. I haven't heard of them. Go on. So it's a group of act of, of environmental activists. So Extinction Rebellion. They are rebelling our species extinction and other species. Yeah, there's a play about this called Cat's Paw. It's a so crazy play. That I haven't heard of. But what they've done is, and I think it actually started in the UK, but they have gotten to a point now where they're actually going right. Oh, civil disobedience. We're taking it to the next level now. We've been trying to, you know, we've been trying for so long to try and get people. To, to, to really respond to what we're saying. And they are now going, okay, civil disobedience. So they have hundreds of people that are blocking roads. They have thousands of people that people are... People gluing themselves to things. All, yep, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. I've They've got that. fake blood going on. You know, they're pouring fake blood down um, you know, Parliament stairs. They've been doing all kinds of stuff. And it's in Australia as well. So it's kind of disrupting... It, we, we're at a point now where people are disrupting systems because we are at a point now, this isn't a game. This isn't something where, you know, well, we might be missing out on a bit. It's like, you know, for me, it breaks my heart that our federal election that just happened last, you know, last weekend, that that was based on on tax and about people going, well, my money, I'm losing and me, 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 me. We're at that point when, yep, okay, you're losing. I'm really sorry, but our whole planet right now is losing and we are running out of time. This isn't a lo- no longer a game. It's not some far-fetched sci-fi thing. We are at a point right now where we're about to see, within our lifetimes, very shortly, in the next 15 years, we're going to start seeing some really, really heavy catastrophic events happen. And we're going to see some irreparable damage to our planet. Do you mean in a sense of... Through this climate emergency. Violence? Or do you mean drought and water wars? Or you mean... All of the above. All of the above. All of the above. Mad Max. Yep. 
It is. It's getting to that point. So we're looking at, you know, okay. So the, and this is where it's so, then, so hard so to then even you, stay on one thing. So. No, I know, I know. But, but when I hear that, this, I go, I'll go back to this. I just want rebellion. to enjoy Ozark and a burger with a lot on the couch. Well, then you're part of the problem. Okay. I say that in jest, but if but, that's what's coming... Then we all need to get moving. But if that's what's coming, is it reversible? Yep, it is. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Let, think about humans. We are one of the most resilient creatures to ever walk this planet. We really are. We Think about what we've overcome over the last few thousand years. We are, we are, we are resilient We've, we've, no, no, no. We've, I, 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 I totally so give credit it's, for it's that. A, it's a we got on of, boats for fucking eight months to get to Australia back in the oh, day. Exactly. Like, we, we've as a, as a species, we've overcome plagues. We've overcome ice ages. You know, we've there's there's been so. Then you go into different ethnicities and whatever. Overcame slavery. We've overcome, you know, the abuse of women for centuries and or you know more thousands of years. Um, We're we, tough. We are resilient. Right, yeah. and that's where now is we need to be more resilient than we've ever been before, and it is happening by, through a lot of people. So, getting back to this extinction rebellion, this civil di- disobedience has become a global phenomenon with extinction rebellion. And now the UK, so England was the first country to declare a climate, climate emergency, followed by Ireland and now Wales. So, so three countries. Their governments have recognised. Yes, that we're in a climate emergency. Now, what that means is yeah. is that they are now at a point that every single action that they take and every single policy that they either develop or amend has to take into consideration this climate emergency. You have to start looking. And again, it goes back to, you know what? 100% renewable, yay. It's fucking awesome. We need to go 100% renewable. But that is not going to save our planet. We can't keep just focus, even though our country needs to at the moment because we have a bunch of fuckwits in government right now who have just been re-elected, which I am absolutely livid about and I'm heartbroken and I'm lost as well. Don't worry, I am. But we have to start that we have to think pragmatically and we have to think proactively and we have to keep going because we've got two choices. We really do. We've either got, we turn this ship around and we work our asses off and yep, it's going to cost all of us. We're going to have to all sacrifice something or some way of life. We're all going to have to figure something out. Or the other option is a very, very dark path, which I don't really want to get into. It's going to be, it's, so it's can looking I, catastrophic. Can I say that I think that if we keep, per, um, if we don't curve the exponential growth of humanity, we're kind of fucked anyway. The population, the, popu- the, the, the global population thing is. It's an interesting one as well because, yeah, you're right that we're we, with this. We are we're overpopulated, particularly we're only overpopulated because of our lifestyles. So if we all lived like, but I, I feel like, feels like we're Dave, not overpopulated if we look at it from. We just go and go and look at India. But Do you know what I mean? They're part of the. We're talking global problems. We're not just talking. No, no, Australia. I get it. But um, like, how? Where, where the fuck do they get their resources from? Well, they're still. They're not doing great. Well, they they're, they're about to open up a, a mine in Queensland. All the all the coal there is going straight to India. Okay. So none of us. That, but that's a whole other story. Like it's, it's globally speaking, you have. There's actually a website where you can go check. Uh, you can go do your own footprint. Right, your ecological footprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I, type I don't in your car, yep, type you, in your yeah, yeah. yeah. What food yeah. you eat, do you yeah. eat, man, do you, do you, How many do you travel, take? whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then it'll come out where Mr. John Teague, uh, if everybody lived like you, yeah. the seven and a half billion, uh, maybe we might need 2.6 planets. Yeah. If everyone lived like me, it might be whatever, 2.8 planets or three or whatever. The way Australians live, I think, and don't this, I haven't looked at it. This is going back to my uni days a couple of years ago. Um, I think we were about five planets if we all lived like Australians. And I think Bangladesh from memory was 0.8. So it's not just the sheer number. And this is where it gets so complex. You have to look at so many different factors. There's so much to look at in how we do everything. Okay, so if we go back to Graham Stockton's theory in um, when we were talking to him, that you change on a small local level, and um, if you can change on a small local level, then you become the blueprint for somebody else to go, yeah. hey, fuck that, we can do that too. Which we can do. Now, a friend of mine just sent me a email showing me that is it Hillsville have just become self-sufficient with their power? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that right? They've um, got two wind turbines. Hillsville. It's um, it starts with H. Somewhere in Victoria. But yeah, yeah, just north of Melbourne there. Yep. Yep. Like, yep. It might be Hillsville, maybe. I don't know. But so Hep- are they complete uh, Hepburn? Hepburn. 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 Sorry. No, you're right. Um, so are they completely off the grid with those turbines, or are they just uh, plugging it back in? I can't guarantee. I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure. But it's exact. It is what we're looking at. Right. It's you know. It's that. It's 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 that old saying that we're all hearing now. Is you know, um, think global, act local. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at. So we do, and this is where we need fundamental changes in the way we do everything. Again, it's not just renewable energy. Yes, you know what? When it comes to renewable energy, it's well, not just what about, about it's, what, what about coffee consumption? It's probably part of the problem. Yep. Like it, 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 all of our consumption, alcohol consumption, water, bottled water consumption. Those Indo ciggies um, that I love so much. India. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd, they'd be part of the problem too because prob- they're probably cutting down oh, native rainforest. Yeah. Where do they get the honey on the tip though? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's, it, it's what I, what I'm getting to is that it's not, it's not any one thing. It's our way of life as a whole. Everything that we're doing, it's all of our energy use infrastructure. It's our transport system. It's our uh, manufacturing system. It's our housing, housing construction systems. It's our food systems. But you would say that that's what supports our entire community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I'm not saying we should stop it. No, no, no. I'm but saying I- that we need to be more efficient and we have to redesign our infrastructure. That's where we're at right now is that it's not just, oh, we're going 100% renewable energy. Because once we've got there, the amount of carbon that's in this on this planet right now in the, in the atmosphere is already there and it's already causing the trouble. And the carbon that's up there is the stuff that's been there for 50 years. The stuff we're letting off now is, you know, that's that's going to affect us. So it's just kind of like... But you look at the house, ha- like <clears throat> the house next door, floored it. Not a bad house. Yep. Floored it. Just completely took it out. You can look at next door. It's like a vacant block. And what are they going to put there? Four townhouses? No, oh, thankfully it's just going to be a house. But okay. um, nonetheless, it's going to be a noisy next 10 months. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're getting onto a personal note here. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. No, um, no, but what I'm saying is the waste that goes with building a house. Oh, huge. And huge. That, Concrete is and one of the huge... Like, yeah. You yep. look at what's happening around here at the moment. Just to do the power for their today, they had this whole street blocked off the whole day. Hmm. 
and at, like there was probably 15 blokes working now i just don't understand the resources that it takes to do such minute things when it was perfectly working before yep and there's, there's a lot of ways that we do things and that's the thing is that it's kind of the old ways the way that it's kind of a and i've said it a few times in a few different kind of you know talks or whatever we have and, and we have to we have to we have to acknowledge as well before i do go on we it is thanks to fossil fuels that we are in such a prosperous country and that the world economically and and also yeah we're we're in a prosperous kind of we're in a prosperous country and the whole world really is where there's less war than there's ever been ever in the history of humankind which is crazy to hear because you hear of all the syrian stuff and whatever but that's because of you know media outlets and well, you could say that that's all but over a fossil you, fuel we have as well. you know we have more and this is this comes from this um yuval noah harari we have more people dying from eating too much than starvation <laughs> yeah these days so yeah. it's like yay you know we have more people that are dying from suicide than getting killed by others Oh, mental health is like right. Yeah. So we have all these things that has completely changed, which they're they're the negatives, obviously. But what I'm sa- what I'm trying to say is, we have got to this point. We are in a prosperous nation. I'll stick to Australia for now. We're in a prosperous nation, and it's thanks to fossil fuels that we are here. Thanks to fossil fuels, we have everything, all the commodities that we've got. We drive cars. We we we're more connected than ever. It's it's great. The unfortunate thing is, is that from this point onwards we are feeling the effects and the impacts from that prosperity over the last 100 or so years from the industrial revolution particularly over the last 50 or 60 years we are now feeling the real impacts and we're starting to see the cracks really appear and they're getting bigger really quickly so it's not a question of us versus them where this is where this this political thing is left versus right and red versus blue and all this stuff this isn't that at all this is about survival and it's about ensuring that we, uh, with bipartisan support from both sides, that we create a life and we create a sustainable world so that we can move forward into the 21st century. Okay, let me go on a little tangent. Um, your parents, my parents, most of the people... My, Baby we, thank you. And uh, look, love you guys to death, but supposedly the baby boomers who seem to be ruling our country at the moment are stuck in an old model way of thinking and they're supported greatly by most of the older generation you know and And we saw it just in this election there so i just don't understand how you pierce that armor i just don't get it well it's it is i'm not having a big but it's like it's slowly happening and that's where i do go back to this it's we we have this 20th century mindset that got us this far which includes the baby boomers and they're now trying to use that 20th century model into the 21st century when we're going no we have 21st century issues now and 21st century challenges we need to address them with 21st century solutions you can't you, you can't address you know you 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 can't address a 20th century uh, sorry, a 21st century solution with a 20th century kind of way of thinking. It's it, it, it's just not going to work because we have bigger problems now. I 
I don't know. It's a really hard one when it comes to this baby boomer generation because, again, yeah, no disrespect to them. My, my dad's actually on the front foot of it going like, yep, we fucked it for you all. You know, and it's acknowledgement. It's not... Well, and this it, is where it comes to this person, this kind of ego of whenever you do say that to a baby boomer, they all kind of go, oh, no, it's not... A, oh, and they get really defensive and kind of, you know, it's, it, it kind no, of hurts no, just whatever. life. But it's, yeah, but it's like... A lot of people didn't know I'm not difference. interested in pointing fingers. I don't give a shit who who cares who did the problem. I don't care whether it's, you know, China or Russia or, you know, the baby boomers or whether it was no, the it's Greens def- or whether the it Russians. was the Liberals or whatever. At the end of the day, we have a problem today and we need to fix it. That's, that's it, it, you know, it's like if a, if a fire starts in, a, in your spare room, do you go running around going, righto, whose fault was it? Whose fault was it? And you keep letting it burn because you just want to find whose fault it was. <laughs> or... Do you get in there with a big hose and put the thing out? Okay, so Liberal just got in. Yeah. Do they have they? I, so I'm sorry, I don't have a You're television right. that's plugged in to, uh, you know, free to air. I have no idea to look at the the Channel Seven, Nine, and Ten bullshit. Yeah, yeah I don't look at it. Yeah, and I don't look all, at the it's news. All a waste of time anyway. So I heard through old school communication. Someone told me that Liberal won, yep. and it was shit and i haven't put my head into the game at all did they address anything did they address any of this climate emergency no not nothing what was their what were their policies it was about tax and that's what i get back to is it was we will give you tax cuts uh, every house, who, who tax every, cuts? The people who are who earn more money or people who earn nah, less? Everyone apparently everyone is get about a thousand dollar tax cut. Okay, and that's you know. You can, so you can spend that on a plane ticket and burn more fossil fuel. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's and it it, it is. It's and hard, I'm not going to lie to you. It's heartbreaking to hear. And I had it with um, Barry Sutherland out in the water today, where he, and I still Barry know, Sutherland, get, the football yeah. player. No, no, Barry Sutherland, the oldest guy, the oldest surfer in Torquay, with the gaff helmet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's I thought Donny was. No, no, <laughs> Barry. Could, oh mate, he's not even old. I'm not. <laughs> And it, and it really and and no disrespect to him, he's lived his life and this is the way that he and he owns a business here and whatever. But it was interesting to hear, and I've heard it off a lot of liberal liberal voters, which I'm guessing he is too, because he goes to me, oh, you know what really upset me? You know, Labor having a go at these franking credits. And I'll be honest with you, I just ran in the federal election. I still don't really understand what these franking credits are. It's something about getting taxed twice. Um, over something, it's essentially going to take certain money away from certain people, right? The word just makes me go zone oh, out. Geez, like, oh, say, I'll be honest, I do know it. And when I read it, I go, yep, I do understand it. To try and explain it is actually quite quite hard. Economics isn't really my, my forte. Graham. But, yeah, that's it. Graham, man, we need you. Like, but essentially what we're, what, what, what I looked at him and, it, and I actually started to get really angry. I just looked at him and I said, mate, I'll be honest with you. I don't care that much about these franking credits. What I hear is these. me, 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 my pocket. And I said, it doesn't matter between Liberal or Labor, both of them. This was supposed to be the climate election. This is a time right now when we could have made some change and both major parties ignored it and they went for tax and pay, it resonated with people. And it, it broke my heart because there was both parties scaremongering about tax, about you will be affected. You will be affected and your money. 
and it's going and I looked at Barry and he was like yeah but they you know the Labour Party and I just said have you got have you got kids and he went yeah and I said and have they got kids and he said yeah I'm a granddad and I said do you care about their future and he said oh yeah of course I do and I said well you know what I don't like at the end of the day this whole franking credits your superannuation that is a selfish way of, of thinking and that is the reason that we're in this problem right now and then did you burn him no, no, I'm, I'm, joking. I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I gave him away because he's an elder, and yeah, I. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm but, sure. Yeah, but it really, it, it, and it's nothing on him because that's his way of thinking, and that's that. The unfortunate reality is, is that that is what people do care, and it goes back to this bigger scale, smaller scale. Is that people have now developed this kind of thing of like it's about me and what can I get or what's it? How is it affecting me? Well, egocentric. Me, 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 me. That's Western society. And that's fear-based, egocentric. And it's I'm sure far from the tribe. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and there, there are certain people. Obviously, there are certain people. Then it goes back to it, like that's why we should the relax Maslow's the gun laws so we can shoot fucking people that come on our land. No, no I'm joking, Damo. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm fucking joking. Did you watch Al Jazeera's um, Al Jazeera's One Nation thing? No. Hey, they went over to America and tried to get money off um, the NRA. So heavy, you got to watch that. Who who did who tried to get the money? Pauline Hanson's party. What? Oh, mate, so heavy. Al Jazeera, go watch it on YouTube. It's yeah, okay. Gnarly thing. There was all this secret footage. A guy got yeah. Pauline Hanson went over. She didn't go over. Her two of her highest guys went over there, and oh. they were asking for like twenty million dollars. They were saying pretty much. They were saying like, mate, if you give me twenty million dollars, we can change the electoral system pretty much saying like we will rig it we'll so pay we, Russians oh, to man, do so voting heavy. yeah but anyway so that's the guns thing but yeah. what I what I go back to is that we're now in a, we, we've for particularly the let's go the back to the last 50 60 years we have lived in a in an increasing individualistic consumer driven life lifestyle where it's you know the ads of hey treat yourself it's all about you you look after yourself. Mm -hmm. You be you and you, you, you. Yeah, individual, individualism is great to a certain point. But if you only care about yourself, then we're all fucked. Because if you're only worried about you, then what does it mean for the rest of the society? What does it mean about those that are more vulnerable? You know, I had a... I well, had it's a also people will turn around and say to you, yeah, no, but I've got kids and I look after my kids and I look after my wife and I look after my mum. But it, it, I understand what you're saying. It has to go further than the family unit. It does. Of, co of course it does. If, you, if you're not looking at... Because we are at a point now and this, is, and this is where it gets really hard because we have never been in this position in the history of humanity where we have affected a global... Uh, uh, we have affected our global ecosystems and our, and our global climate. So... She'll just shake us off. Oh, she will. I'm not worried about the planet. The planet's just looking at us going, fucking three, two, one. Mm. You guys got a lot, you know. Yeah. Either way, she'll shake us off and then she'll start again, just like she did with the dinosaurs, just like she did. She's well, been doing it for there, billions there's, of there's, years. There's people now saying that humanity's raised up X amount of times to this level and then been... That, well, that's another thought. That, that, that's Actually, that's a really interesting point as well. They're saying that, that this is the seventh extinction or something. That's, uh, no, this is a different one. We've got... So we've had five mass extinctions yeah. in the history of, of, of the planet that we know of. Um, the most famous being the, the dinosaurs with the asteroid and that kind of killed most of them off. 
we are now in the midst of the, and this is not climate. Oh, you know, this is, yeah, yeah. No, this but there's a guy called Graham Hancock who's really interesting. He's a geologist, yep. yeah, yeah. And, I, and I learnt this through Joe Rogan. But yeah. he has these guys, Graham Hancock, and the other guy's name, and he's showing through geology and rocks and water markings that the world, you know, all these things that are fables like Atlantis and all that shit. Um, aren't fables they're real stories and yeah, there's real yeah. things that happen and civilizations have been built up but because the water levels and continents have shifted around so much due to water levels and where we live when the water levels are yep. at different points you would never find another humanity because it takes a hundred years for us to be eroded and disappeared yep and then you know you add another hundred thousand years on that and then shift the water levels by 10 uh, whatever, whatever. a couple of k's yeah, or a few or, hundred meters 400 whatever. k's whatever the fuck it is you're never going to find blah blah fucking blah but you know what i mean like, oh, like well, uh, there, yeah. that's actually the beauty with like historians and geologists and all of that and archaeologists they're never like a hundred percent sure in terms of like you know no. like well this is what we're gathering <laughs> yeah, so yeah. far this is what the evidence points to but if interestingly enough there was that uh there was one do you listen to much of joe rogan I'm listening to a, uh, one at the moment called Alex Jones. Oh, was that? That dude's um, fucking... Was that a, a, an older one? No, he's done two. There's a new one. It's Alex Jones Returns. It's quite new. Because there was one where he went... About the, 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 f- the baby's been taken from hospitals and he's the, talking oh, these conspiracy the theories. I think, it was and, like, I think it might have been the nine one like 9-11th okay, right. episode and they got him on there. Oh man, he went on a tangent, hey, talking about like UFOs, conspiracies, and and talking about the that some. Oh, it was just it was crazy. And but I was so like, far, is, what is? This? And his what dad is? was like worked for the CIA and like yeah. was, did all that conspiracy shit. But like the fuck thing, no, not the fuck, the awesome thing. I don't know how to take it because it's so mind blowing. You know the guy that works behind Joe and does all the Googling? Yeah. Everything that he's saying, Jamie. Jamie yeah. Everything he's saying is showing up as pretty much correct well it's yeah there's so much this, so this, what this, the this whole fuck? planet is intricate like this whole planet is it's incredible even now they're starting to look at uh all the the, the um the pyramids and all of that have you listened to this one where they're now saying um you know how the sphinx had its nose kind of blown off or shut right. or whatever yeah there was a an archaeologist that looked at it and went nah that's that's rain that's is, Graham Hancock. Is it Graham Hancock? Yeah, is this yeah, the one? yeah. yeah. That's episode five hundred one. Then, re, it was he, it was there like whatever it might have been. He showed that that came from a ago. famous flood that yeah. happened pre what they thought and the pyramids were made. It was like monsoonal rains that went for like a hundred years, whatever yeah. it was. Like yeah, yeah. So it's all this stuff where I I get excited about that too because it's the fact that we're learning more and more and more about our history. We don't know there could have been who knows maybe there was a civilization like ours. 15, 20,000 years ago that we don't know about. How wow. is it that there are pyramids on every single continent on the planet? Have right? you watched OA? OA, what's OA? It's this show that's on Netflix at the moment. Brad Brad Pitt has produced it. That was the one thing that got me to it. I was like, fuck that show. And then someone told me that. I was like, oh, he's on point, that oh, guy. Okay, Brad Pitt's good. He's yeah, good. yeah. Like so this thing delves into... So let's just say we're going back. Civilization, civilization. And it goes into consciousness and, she, and consciousness can jump and shift and, you know, like afterlife, before life, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so if you link all these things, Earth's a closed circuit. Yep. I love going here. Uh, <laughs> like it's quite possible that we've lived through all this time. 
Yeah, of course it is. Yep. It's plausible, for sure. I mean, I don't know. but The question is, though, are you worried about our planet or are you worried about our society as we know it or our planet as we know it? That's that's the question. It's not about... Well, this, like, is, this is part of it. Like, what happens when we destroy the planet? Well, then we're fucked. And, and so, then our, 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 our what, society as we know it what is your, and the people that your you soul love go? personally... Hey? Where does your soul go? No idea. You know, when we don't have a place agnostic. to nest. I'm, no, I'm agnostic. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what to think. I, I think that there's merit to Tell me all them. of these stories. <laughs> there's merit to a lot of the religious stories. And I think that they do come from somewhere. I just don't think anyone's quite got it right. No one knows. You know what I mean? No, no, no one, one knows. Does. Well, no, no one really knows. Or there is this one, there is one, you know, whether it be a religion or one one of our First Nations cultures that might have just hit it on the head and we're just not sure. We don't know about it. I don't know. Well, Maybe. that's these are completely right. And there's, Who knows? There's, well, really? there's, look, but this if is the, the universe this... is infinite, mm-hmm. then infinite possibility, then yep. you can't discard any theory. No, and that's why I'm agnostic. I, don't, I, I, I think it would be arrogant for me. You know, there's a planet out there fully and... made of fucking vanilla slice. That has to happen oh, in an infinite delicious. universe. Vanilla slice yeah. and left-handers. Just left-handers. <laughs> just breaking on rocky roads. Around, around the Saturn rings. <laughs> no, it, it's... I, I, I just look at, like... And, you know, it's funny because I've had... You know, my dad's a, a born-again Christian. Um, and he's fully jumped now to, like, no, it's fact or whatever. And I keep going to him, like, how can you say that it's fact? How can you be 100% sure of all these things? For me, you can't. I, I think. I think that generally speaking, I, when you look at any of these religions or anything, you'd have to be pretty damn arrogant to just go, "Nope, this is fact." Something that you know, someone wrote two thousand years ago. Oh, it's one hundred percent true. No, no thought, no questioning. Well, anything that separates is dangerous. Yes, anything that's divisive, generally speaking, of course it is. And it, but that's what I mean. Anyone who is so sure of something that they can't even speak to anyone else who might have a differing opinion, that for me is not really constructive. And that goes for everything that we're doing even at the moment. I, I try to... I, I got I got abused on, on election day for various things because I... Really? Um, who abused you? What they say? Oh, well, this is getting back to political and this will, you know, it, it was... Someone abused you? Um, yeah. She, would, she wouldn't actually give me sunscreen. How's that? I was, I was kind of frying up. She, she was a labor, um, labor volunteer. And because I had a, I had a big thing with that's uh, Shamer. What's her name? Our, no, I'm only joking. Don't no say idea. it. No, I'm joking. I, she, funnily enough, <laughs> she had like, she was the most well protected, sun protected person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. I could barely even say. It. Anyway, um, yeah, because I, I've I've copped a lot of flack because for two and a half weeks I did something that almost nobody ever does, which is called a split ticket. So I didn't preference anyone. I but what I did was instead of so there's two different options if you don't want a, a preference anyone you either run an open ticket which is usually more more popular or the thing that most people do which would be I'm sure anyone listening you've seen these how to vote cards as you walk in you get hounded by all these fucking multicolored seagulls that are there we get all the colors of the rainbow um, and you get given that how to vote card if you are an independent or smaller party and you don't want to preference anyone you put one in in uh, next to Damien Cole, and then you leave all the others open. Is that right? And that's that's one form of doing it. Where yep. That's called an open ticket. That's going, vote for me. Vote however you like for the rest. Do of they them. have to legally split the rest? But then, 
Well, this is, and this goes to a whole different, this is where we have a systemic problem in Australia where nobody systemic. understands. Systemic Systemic means our whole system, our whole society. Okay. We, have a, we have a complete and utter huge societal problem where nobody is taught how the preferential voting system works which is a hot, an incredible thing. So well, I guess break it down is that for us in our electorate, we had eight, eight candidates running. So you have to number one to eight. If you don't number one to eight in whichever order you like, it's called an informal vote or a donkey vote. What happens is, and this is where you take away all of these how to vote cards, which have been an absolute pain in my ass over the last few weeks, what you do is you vote, let's say you vote for me first and then I'll just follow my ticket that I did. Then you follow animal and then you go, all right, so number one, I want Damien Cole to, to, to get elected. If he doesn't, who would be my second favorite? Well, I'd like to see the Animal Justice Party. They like animals, cool, number two. Then you go, oh, number three. All right, we'll go the Greens. Number four, we'll go the, the Labor Party. Number five, Darren Hinch, so on and so on and so on. We'll just leave the racist ones out of it. Not racist, sorry. Yeah, anyway, fuck, yeah, they are pretty much. <laughs> There's one nation on that ticket? Uh, luckily, we didn't have one nation, but we had United Australia, uh, which is... Is that the one Clive, that got egged? Clive Palmer's. No, that was all Queensland. Luckily, we didn't get another one of them. So we had the two the two most racist, so the Clive Palmer United, United Australia ones, you know, that big fat prick that... He's just never paid his workers. He's anti-immigration. He's is he the one that spent like a shitload of million dollars on to his campaign? Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's a whole... There's so much dirty stuff to get into this. Like he, he didn't get a seat, but he made hard work. He, he worked hard to completely disgrace the Labor Party up in Queensland. And he did a really good job of it. And then now it looks like he's, he's asking to get a mine uh, opened up right next to Adani's. Funnily enough, straight after the Liberals get into power, he's asking for that. He preferenced him second. What sort of mine? Coal. Yeah. Anyway. Not diamond. No, not a rainbow Why mine. Why don't people go into uh, diamond mines? I mean, that's... Oh, in- mate, well, you're going to... Anyway, there's a, there are... Anyway. Yeah. So, the preferential system. Going back to these numbers. So, you've, one you've picked one to eight. You've numbered every box. So, what happens is, with your vote, you actually get to vote a number of times. So, you get to vote for me. If I don't get into power... You know, if I'm, not, if I'm not elected, then your second vote counts. If that doesn't count, then it goes to third. Then, then it goes to fourth. So that is the interesting thing. Rather than people asking me, where do your preferences go? My how to vote cards and any of these how to vote cards, anyone who hands you bits of paper out front of an election office is only advising you. You don't have to, A, you don't have to follow it. And B, every single person who votes for me doesn't, it, do, it doesn't mean that I get to choose what I do with their votes. That you still have absolute power. I've only got power over one vote and that's mine. Mm-hmm. Just like every other person listening to this podcast, just like every, other, every single voter in Australia. So you actually get to choose where your votes go. So you get to vote and this is why it's so powerful to people who go to me, oh, I voted, uh, you know, I put you second. All right, who'd you put first? <laughs> I put Labor first. Well, likelihood is I'm going to be out before Labor. So you actually, that's where you vote, wasted your vote. If you had voted me first, then Labor second, yeah. you're still voting for Labor, yeah. but you've actually given them that signal. You've sent a message to them going, yeah, we're voting for you, but we prefer this guy. And then, so if I get X amount of votes, 
Labor or Liberal, both of them start looking going, shit, what happened in that electorate? Mm. Why did he get so many votes? Okay, he ran on an environmental ticket. He's more grassroots. He does all of this. We need to change our policies. And we need to, to make sure that we, we kind of align better with our community. So they do listen to all of this stuff. So it's really important. So going back to my split ticket, I at some point, so most people just go, all right, we'll preference, you know, whoever. And I just went, you know what? At this point, I'm not preferencing either, but I don't want to run an open ticket because an open ticket leads to more informal votes because you get a lot of people that would look at me and go, you know, they'd go, all right, we'll put one in Damien and then they might either, they might just leave the rest open and then it's just null and void, means nothing. So I went, ah, oh, I'll do a split ticket, which is on the left-hand side, on the same bit of paper, I had, if you want to preference Labor above Liberal, vote this way, where I had myself, then the Animal Justice Party, then the Greens, then Labor Party, and then it went on and on. And then I put on the other side, same thing, except... You go one me, Animal Justice Party second, Greens third, fourth, I actually put Darren Hinch, fifth Liberal, then Labor. It caused an uproar. The Labor Party went nuts. I can't believe you're preferencing them. They've got a worse environmental policy. Rah, rah, Libby Coke was coming up to me. Everyone was going, I had all these people. I could, I, there was a Why? Because you made it clear. Because I made it clear that I wasn't preferencing either side. Mm. And what people looked at was, well, there are there's a higher number of primary voters. So there's a higher number of liberal voters in this would electorate. You, would you do it again? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Why? Because what I did was, and when I tried to explain it to people, when I did, I, am, I did not stand up as an independent candidate just to jump into the system and become part of the system. Mm. Like I am there. My job... Exactly, because he's part. Well, he's part of Labor, right? As an independent, is he anymore? Is he left? He was. Sorry. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the biggest fuck up of all time. Well, Powerful he guy. Joined, he joined. He joined the Labor Party because he got he got promised all these things and he he just he got shafted. Uh, unlucky guy, but at the end of the day, it was yeah, it was really sad to see. So what I did was, I went. Well, you know what? I'm not just a part of this system i'm not just going to preference the less bad side mm. just because you have better environmental policies you still have a drastically inadequate climate climate change policy because you are not banning any new fossil fuel projects you are not looking at 100 percent renewable energy quite yet you are you don't want to transition away fast enough you've got there's a lot of flaws there so my job as an independent is that because is push. could you say they're like the mafia. Who? Labor? No. The the big oil companies. Of course they are. And so if the government or someone was to stand up to them, do you think they actually could? They get their money taken. Are they away getting from. bullied? Are they getting bullied? Donations. It's all it's legalized corruption. That's the way I look at it. They form policies and laws to allow themselves to take money, to allow themselves. There's so much shit going on behind the scenes. Oh, hundred percent. It's, it's not. It's so right, but that's why I think that politics is sham because it's just a facade. Of course, it is. It, it is to a point, but you know what? There's still some good. There are some good people in there, and but if, if we give up now, then we're all fucked. So, so if big pharma is suing governments because it's getting in the road of their GDP. You know, like how the fuck can you sue a government? If yeah, you it's like- it you know, like to say we had, there was a, I can't remember which NGO it was, said that, um, it might have been the UN, 
said, oh, the Great Barrier Reef is um, on the endangered list, it's critically endangered, whatever, and the government, oh, you can't say that. They didn't allow it to happen because it's bad for tourism. But did, so it's been taken off? It's not like critically endangered. It's like this shit that goes on. It's like, oh, it's like under threat or something. They, they change the wording of it. There's all kinds of stuff that goes on. I got a piece. Yep. Referencing. So I just kind of went, well, you know what? I'm not here. Yeah, just to preference the less bad side. My job is to push both sides for a better outcome for our community. And I'm not just going to, I'm not just in this to try and either get Liberal or Labor in. I'm not interested in that as much. Yep, Labor have a better climate, you know, a better environmental policy. I don't want to say a better climate change policy because you cannot have a climate change policy while you're still even entertaining the idea of new fossil fuel projects. It just doesn't make sense. You can't be burning the candle at one end while trying to save the other. It just... So I stood strong and I went, you know what, I'm not preferencing either of you. And they went, oh, oh what are you talking about? Oh, this, this isn't normal. Like, You didn't well, end up prefacing Labor? So, and as they're freaking out, I said, well, you know what? I'm, not, I'm not your average candidate. I don't give a shit about you guys. I care about my community and I want to, I want protection for our coastlines and I want to ensure that our environment is protected for generations to come. So there is a big thing in, which I'm sure most people would be surprised about, there's a big thing in politics where you're not allowed to trade preferences for policies, which I, so I didn't do that. What I did was I put my policies on the table. You, you're not allowed to do that, but it sounds corrupt as fuck. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. This is where they'll know you are. And they, they tried to actually scare me into, you know, just not doing it because they're like, you can't do it. And I'm like, come on. like, And I said, I'm not doing anything. What I'm saying is my policies are, and what I'm pushing for is federal protection for the, the Otways, which means that it would be, and, and Bells Beach, right? So I'm talking from that, the, the, the concrete wave, all the way down to as far as the 12 apostles, if we can, but at least the always. I want protection that ensures that we do have in like intergenerational protection from the Commonwealth. So that puts it up there with Uluru, puts it up there with Kakadu, puts it up there with Christmas Island. Uh, there's uh, Buttigieg National Park in... But shouldn't we just, like, fuck, it should be the whole coast. It yeah, be the whole. but we have to be realistic as well. Yeah, of course it should be, you know, and we should be doing a hell of a lot more in a lot of aspects, but I've got to look at what I can do and mm-hmm. what leverage I can get in this election. Yep. So that's, I just said, I want federal protection. Can I chop down the Great Ocean Road sign yet? For the whole of the... Ba- <laughs> <laughs> nah, that there. <laughs> I'm just joking. So I wanted, I, I just said, I want federal protection and I want a potential of a UNESCO World Heritage Site. That's what my policies are. And also, I want to stop oil drilling in the Great Australian Bight because this fight for the Bight stuff has been huge, which we haven't even touched on. So this oil drilling in the Bight, I said, I want it stopped. And they both went, well, listen, we can't do that. We went back and forwards. And I said, well, I want a comprehensive impact study um, that looks at the actual, the, the economic impact as well as the environmental and social impacts that this will have in all of the potential that, that you know, you've seen the oil spill modeling, forecasting. Yes. Yep. I want to see what every single community, how they will actually be impacted. What is this going to do to every single local cafe up and down the Great Ocean Road? What's it going to do to the tourism in Kangaroo Island over in South Australia? I want to know, I want to see some figures. And I pushed and pushed and pushed. 
And then finally, both parties came and went, yeah, well, Labor came first. I went, yeah, we're going to do that. And then Liberals matched it and then went all this kerfuffle. And then I just kind of looked at it then and went, all right, we got some outcomes for our community. Now I have to go back to, okay, which party is better on their, on their environmental policies? I think Labor's are. I think they align a lot more with my values. I would, and this was only two days out from the election because they were breathing down my neck. The stress I had for three weeks, it, like I don't think anyone will ever realise. No, the I mean I can that I have see to deal it with. In I bumped into you somewhere, in during that period, and I was like, "Fuck, mate, your energy was phonetic. It was like all over the map. Oh, was it like, was out of hand." Now I'm looking at a different person. Oh, mate, the the way and this is where the, the day that I went. I'm going Labor above Liberal. And that's all it is, is a preference. Mm-hmm. That's, this is all we're talking. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. you know, I love Labor or I want them, you know, I'm just going, again, they're the, yep. lesser, yep. Of, they're the lesser of two evils, whatever you want to say, they're, they're, they're slightly better. But what I did was, is that I had to use my leverage as an independent candidate to go, well, you know what? We want better outcomes. This is what we want as a community. I've been hearing about Bells and the Otway. I've been looking at it going... We need protection. What, look at the fight for the bite that's just happened over the last few months. No one wants it, you know? And that's where okay, I looked so out, I took it upon me and my job to go and do that. And and we got, luckily enough, this was this is kind of a bit of, um, in hindsight, it was a stroke of genius without me even realizing. I was so sure at, at that um, Labor were going to get in. I was so sure that Labor was going to get into power. I... I, for some reason, in in my gut, my inst- I don't know, something in my gut just went, when Labor went, yeah, we're going to do all of this stuff, awesome, you know, like, we're da-da-da, I just kind of went, oh, I want to see the Liberals stand up on this too. I want to see whether, and then I had them going like, yeah, yeah we're going to put it out, we're going to put it out, and I went, all right, and I watched them put it out, and I was like, wow, okay, shit, like, both of these parties have... Really, like they've they've committed to, the, to these incredible things. What incredible things? Well, to to have federal protection for the Otways and and, and Bells. have they and so liberal have they? they there's a, there's a press release in public that says that they're going to look into it, and it, it all comes down to consultation process. They can't just slap a protection on it. They have to go through a consultation between councils. So there'll be the Surf Coast That's and Colac Otway. It is. It's a yeah. huge. It's all going to take time. That's the thing. Is that. This is the reality of what politics is. Mate, I want no... But we have no time. There is no one on this coast, I dare say, that wants oil drilling stopped in the Great Australian Buy more than I do. I have poured my fucking life into this whole thing over the last few months. I'm sure there are a few crew from the major NGOs and stuff, but I have poured my life into it. But we can't... The the reality is neither party will just go, okay, we're stopping it. Because there's too many other outside influences, there's too many other stakeholders. It's it's a shit show. They had a paddle out in Norway. So that yeah, they did. We organized. Yeah. Anyway, we did you, did you hook up with Wes for that? You know Wes Shafner? No. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. No. Didn't. Right. Um. So it did. Let's go back. So you the 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 bite, the the rig. What have they given any information? Have these been these awesome protests, these paddle outs, yep. amazing? But have, have is there any way of knowing how it, you know, fuck it? So this is where it gets in. This is where the, 
the process comes into it, which is very frustrating. If you, you have to look at the fine detail, the devil's in the detail. So you look at the press releases that they that they both put out, both major parties, and now we realistically only have to look at the Liberals. Um, and looking at that, there's it's saying, well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a study which will look at the impacts, and it goes on and kind of, but then it, it does say twice, and this is the really worrying thing, and that's why that's why I actually said in the end I've got to go with Labor because. They theirs was a little bit more robust and said the Labor one said no um, no application will be grant or you know like it, no license will be granted until the impact study is concluded and it's taken into consideration. Whereas the Liberals just said uh, it'll continue while you know like while the impact study is being undertaken, the process will continue with Nopsema. And that's where I just called up. I called up Sarah and I said, "Listen, I'm really sorry, but look at the. It said it twice. It said it in paragraph seven and in the very last line. And I said, I can't. How can I go back to my community and say that I'm going to go with liberals because of this? Not that I. Yeah, it it, it just wasn't going to happen. I I have to. But the only thing I've got as an independent candidate is my integrity, and that's what I've got to run with. I've got to face. I've got to face my community. I'm working so. I've been working so hard the last few months over it. Like, and that's where it did going back to copying abuse a couple of times, particularly on election day, where people just didn't understand, and they almost they didn't want to understand, which was a really interesting thing. They could go, "You win a split ticket, Labor people. You win a split ticket for two and a bit weeks, right?" And I'm like, and they're like, "Oh, I can't even talk to you." And I was like, "Have you seen my ticket today?" And what's been in the last couple of days? And they're like, no. And I'm like, look, I've got Labor above Liberal. And they're like, yeah, but still, the fact that you even allowed, you even thought about Liberals, right? And I was like, can I explain myself? And they were like, no, nah, no, nah, you, no, 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 no. And I was like, you've just come up to me to discuss something and then you won't let me speak. Mm. And then when I explained it to a couple of them, and I said, do you think I would have had any leverage to get protection of our coastline or even have either party mention the Great Australian Bite do you think either of them would have if I had a favoured Labor above Liberal straight off the bat? And the answer is no. Of course not. I had to play I had to play the game. And it's an unfortunate reality. I lost a lot of primary votes, I would say. I'd lost a lot of people. I heard people just go, I can't vote for you, mate, if you're gonna do this. You know, and I was like, all right. But you know what? The right thing to do sometimes isn't the most popular. No. Uh, and I stand by yep. I stand by everything that I did. Yep. I don't know. I tried to explain it as much as possible on social media, but I I did what I had to do. And I tell you what, if in a few years both of these have come through, then or even if they don't, if, if I've done everything I can at this point, I did everything that I could to get those that on the table. Well, the you've fact- done a lot. I mean, you know, you've done an amazing job at raising awareness on a lot of issues that might not have seen the light of day. What did you get written up in the New York Times about the paddle? Apps? Yeah, that, yep. that's that's huge. Yeah, that's. Trillions of eyes, not trillions. <laughs> we'll go a lot of eyes. Potentially millions. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that might not never have known about what's going. But, like, then you go, okay, so we've got, a, we've got fuckwits in the bite doing what they're going to do and mm-hmm. maybe they won't. But then you go, okay, so say you win this, you win this battle. 
Where does the battle then resurface? Where's this whack-a-mole? What other atrocities are happening? You know, this is where my brain goes. What oh, are, there's what, a heap. Yeah, it's fucking everywhere, right? Everywhere. It's like, okay, there's smoke the fucking everywhere. Yep, there's seismic testing going off the off Sydney and Newcastle. We've got deforestation in the southwest of Australia. We've got huge deforestation uh, in Queensland. There's fracking going on. There's a new um, gas rig that's just been allowed off the coast of King Island. What? Oh, I just got approved three days before the election. What about the one that was going to affect Martha, the, the fishing thing? That was the fishing thing. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what the okay. what the update is on that one. But yeah, we've, we, it's coming in from all sides. I don't, I don't listen, mate. I'm not. It's it's not, uh, and I, this is why I'll, I'll continue. I'm not. I'm not just the fight for the bike guy. You know, I'm not just a guy who wants to fight for Torquay for to stop the Spring Creek. I'm not just the guy who wants to fight for just the Karangamai or, you know, the Great Ocean Road or, the, you know, just this electorate. There are, uh, there are problems that will continue to arise and there have been problems before I was here. I'm just joining the cause and doing my bit because it's exactly what we need to do. And this has to be, no t- at no point in history has it been more critical than right now, than today, for every single one of us to stand up and do our bit. Because this is not a political game. No, well, it needs to be almost like, have you met that girl from Norway? No, not yet. You, you should. I'll try to, absolutely. Let's I'd love to. There's so, many, there's so many heroes around Who's the world got a number? that are doing... <laughs> Anyone out there, please just contact me. Uh, be, um, you know, they, because they, it needs to be go... It needs to... You people who are on the forefront of this need to hold hands globally, I think. Well, we're, I think we're starting to. You look at Jacinda Ardern from New Zealand. She's the New Zealand uh, Prime Minister. She has done incredible work uh, for, for, for her country. They have become so progressive. They're miles ahead of Australia. Why do New Zealanders just get it? Oh, man. Like, we used to give shit to New Zealand for so long. And now you look at them and you're like, oh, man, they're, no, they're progressive. They're, they're awesome. They're so much better than us. You've got people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez over in America who's doing great stuff. You've got all these other progressives in America. Yep, they got Trump as a fucking leader. And that's disgusting. But there's also, I, I, you have to keep looking at the positives because we do. Like, if not, then we give up and then we're done. And, and, and that's the thing. We're not done where you just, it's game over and you throw the controller away and you get to go play outside. We're done. Like, this is, we're fighting for our fucking society as we know it. That's why for me, this is, you know, someone said to me the other day where I was just, I was, obviously I was so stressed and I'm going like, you know, kind of having, I was like, oh man, but it just, it hurts, all right? And they were like, oh mate, it's just politics, you know, you can't take it personally. What? No, this is the thing. When people say to me, I'm not political, that's not good enough these days. It's not that you're not political, it's that you've been, you're disenfranchised and you're disillusioned by by politicians. If, if you don't care about politics... No, well, you might say, like, I don't know if you know, of course you fucking know, but, like, if you look at the shit that Russell Brand would say, he'd say, like, the, the, the current system in place is not worth a pinch of shit. We need a new system that is not commercially driven. Of course, oh, there we- has to be a certain amount of commerce, but while the certain infrastructures are in place right now, it's... We got to start looking at our economy from a qualitative measure, not quantitative. It can't just be a number. That's that's one of the big things, right? It's not just GDP surplus or not. It has to be. We have to look at our well-being as a whole. But going back to what I've had people say to me, "Oh, I'm not political," 
but <laughs> and then off they go mm. oh I'm so upset because my kids education is blah, 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 or you know Medicare is doing this or NDIS or the environment or whatever that's all politics if you give a shit about your job you're into politics if you give a shit about your environment you're into politics if you care about the health and well-being of your kids yeah you're into politics it's the fact that you're not into the politicians and the bullshit that they stir up and the and the the, the childish finger pointing and these hollow promises and all the bullshit and the facade completely understand that but how many prime ministers fu- have we had in the last I couldn't even tell you seven eight some I, I don't even know most people don't even know who our prime minister is no so I don't I couldn't and that's the point is that you're not but you we have to get back to what are the fundamental the, the basics of politics are issues not parties and not these fuckwit career politicians that are in it for themselves yeah, but it's about I, I, issues. I, I, I get it. I'm just at a loss of how 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 do you someone like it'd be great for someone like yourself to be able to infiltrate that system, that current fucked up thing, and and actually throw some weight around. But you can't infiltrate. You can't infiltrate the party. Like ten years, will it be like we'll be doing? You know. You know, is that all it is? Time in the game, skin in the game. I, I well, the way we're looking at it now, I, I like. I got asked whether I'd join the Greens. You know, um, not by the Greens, but people keep asking me. Oh, geez, mate, you'd be really good at the Greens. Who knows? And one day you might be. A, it's. I'm still conforming to the system. I want to be, and I think that we have the opportunity to get because there are a lot of smart people around our country right now who are pissed off and rightfully so a lot of smart people from very diverse backgrounds who have a diverse set of skills we need to get these people together well the only way i see it is is like um you know you've got uh fidel and che yeah that's and they had had enough they had. I don't think, like you know. I don't think communism's the way. No, but, but nonetheless, yeah, there, there is the, going. There will be. They were stopping capitalism. Get, fucking over. Because and and let's go. Let's go back as well. To capitalism worked 80, 70 years ago. Whatever you want to, you know. You look back in the day, it worked because it was all right. But what it's but what's happened is, <clears throat> it's capitalism unchecked that isn't working. Because now it's not about, oh, you know, you can grow a small company and become prosperous. It's <coughs> it's about, sorry. <coughs> but while you're having a drink, I'm just going to chime in while you can't talk and say, but neither does communism. We know that doesn't work. None of the systems that we have on the on this world has worked. None of, none of it has. Henry VIII, he just fucking beheaded everybody. That one wasn't such a good one. No, I don't know if that's a very good business model or a very good kind of uh, <laughs> political model. But I, that's and, I, and I'm not saying again. I, I'm not a socialist as such, where I'm just like you know, we all give it. But it's going that we need to find a new direction where yeah, all right, we can make money, but we also have to be held accountable. Now what we've had is all of these multinational companies have made money at all cost being unchecked and what that has been the cost has been why how is it that we can go and buy a six dollar toaster from from kmart it doesn't cost six dollars for a toaster it means that somewhere along the line somebody has paid the cost whether it be our environment or some 
poor sucker in some factory that is getting paid 15 cents a day or whatever it might be. Well, That's the I, thing. I, it's I the think cost even, is coming from somewhere. So what we need to do is hold major companies accountable for what they're doing. But isn't even agriculture subsidised? Everything's subsidised. So therefore, then the true cost of, of our food isn't a true... Rep- the food, no. even from the supermarkets, isn't a true representation of what it, it, no, it costs. No, it's not. But the it, government's offsetting it so we can live this life... For what? Well, not only that, then we've had Coles and Woolworths that have become a duopoly in the whole in the whole country. You know, and that's that's the point is that we are now accustomed to getting everything. We're accustomed to a lifestyle where nothing costs much. You know, we want everything for cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And I've been guilty of that as well. You know, I yeah, I have. You know, I used to go buy Target T-shirts for whatever they used to be, six bucks, black plain T-shirts. I was like, that's me. In saying that, I used to wear them for years. But I bet but if you like somehow had probably a big, a bit more money that you might have just gone and gotten and got the real nice cotton one from the fucking whatever. But it's like you're just living to your means. Yeah, I'd be wrong, right? But like, but, you know. and that's where, yeah, 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 and that's what I'm, yeah, and I'm not saying everyone needs to go and buy Patagonia stuff straight away because not everyone can afford it. I completely understand that that we have different levels, but then that's where we go back to again. It's a systemic problem. It's our whole society that we have. You know, it, you can even look at it and go, we have a huge underclass in Australia, right? And it's growing. So it's people that are just just making ends meet. There's a thousand people coming in Victoria every. What is it? Day or week? Uh, I'm not sure of the, the numbers, figures. It's fucking frightening. But we have we have people now where things are getting more expensive, you know, around. The, but our wages haven't gone up higher. But then we've got those. It's happening in America as well. But then you have fast food that's getting cheaper, and you've got your Kmart's and your, you know, your, your Targets and all of that that are super cheap. So it's keeping them. It's keeping these massive companies happy because they're making money and then it's making it affordable for these these families that are you know underprivileged or not doing so well or whatever economically kind of underprivileged um but what it's doing that in itself it's a a great economic model for for kmart and for, for your targets and for your huge multinational companies but it's coming at a cost which we're now starting to pay the price for globally speaking that's what we have to understand is that Every action that we have has a reaction to this planet and that we has, makes an impact. Hmm. And we have to start... Well, we have to just start taking responsibility for it as a society. And again, this but, but is left plenty versus people, right. People, plenty of people say, oh, but I recycle. I, Recy- you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, 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 but, yeah you know, absolutely. Like, um, you know, I ride my bike as much as I can. Yep. Um, but And I understand to a degree when you say, I, I can do so much. But then when you turn around and your government's walking the other way yep anyway look fuck we seem to be going in circles no 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 it's like it's it's true and this is where you're right because individual actions as I said keep cups are not going to save the world they're a great start but it has to happen this is the unfortunate we have left it that long that we now have to act really fast it's going to cost us Right, as a let's let's just say as a nation like, again. Okay, okay. Can we say I, I understand that we have to act fast and it's going to cost us, but what does that look like? Well, uh, the the cost of inaction. No, is- no, 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 no. But let's put it. Let's say we're going to implement a plan. Yep. Let's just say at work tomorrow we all woke up and we're like, Damo, tell us. Oh, I don't have the exact plan as such, right? But we have to start by. 
the, the, the other thing is, oh. you know how much there is, there is a lot of money in green technologies. There's a lot of money in sustainable living as well, which is funny because then you hear all the the conservatives go, oh, oh they, this is all just a big hoax. Climate change is a hoax, so people can make money. And you're like, well, yeah, they're making money because it's helping our economy continue. Like it's you guys have been, you know, you guys have been doing that for a long time. Except you're killing the planet, you know. So yeah, we have to transition to 100% renewable energy, right? In the next 10 years, which at the moment, our okay, so that gets rid of coal, coal, coal and gas, and all of those. And then right. So then we say, okay. That's the ten-year plan. But then, for for that, anyone who has a job in the fossil fuel industry has to be retrained. So we're, then we have to start. We have to start. This is where it gets challenging. And it's going to cost. We have to probably start building our own wind turbines and solar panels well, can within we bring, Australia. Well, this is right. Everything's done offshore. We don't have which fuck is all a, industry. Which is again another systemic problem that we've we've created ourselves because we're going back to this unchecked capitalistic way of life where we've allowed these companies to just put everything offshore because it's cheaper and it comes back cheaper and we're all happy for now and we're now going well fuck it's killing us you know long term so we have to we do we have to Global, globalization we, is fucking us you might say the way globalization has happened is is killing us unchecked it's not necessarily globalization as such of us you know connecting all over the world it's capitalism that is unchecked it, it needs an update it needs a software update it needs checks and balances that's the point. Is it? Yeah, I'm all for people making money. Go for it, but it can't be at the cost of our social well-being or our environment. You have to be able to make money where you're held responsible, uh, held responsible for the destruction of forests. Okay, or, so then we go. That's coal done. Yep, but we have to retrain those people that are in the, those uh, industries. They're, they're right? done. They're all trained so they're all up. Good. We're, ha- we're yep. happy in that zone. Got to replant a shitload of trees so that we can start sequestering um, carbon from the atmosphere. Because yeah. obviously that's the natural. Funnily enough, how long have you known that um, that trees create oxygen for us? Oh, my whole life. Your whole life. Yeah. Right? They, 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 they clean they the air and they they. What do they do? How do they? Yeah, they, they carbon suck monoxide in, in or whatever it is. And carbon dioxide. O- yeah. O- oxygen out. So we've known that since we were little kids. Yeah. And we're now going, fuck, you know what? If we've got too much CO2 in the atmosphere, let's plant trees. It's one way of doing it. So there's that. Yeah. So, all right, we're looking for solutions here. Um, The the next thing is, is the amount of energy that we're using, right? No matter where it comes from, but we'll we'll start with fossil fuel. The, The amount of, luckily, we have... Luckily, we've got this, this incredible fossil fuels, this incredible source of energy to take away the side effects, but... It's an incredible source of energy, which has allowed us to do everything the way we do it at the moment. It hasn't been the most efficient way that we can do things. We waste a hell of a lot of energy in our society, around us, in our, in our communities. So we have to start looking at every single aspect of our society. And as I said, I go back to our infrastructure, our energy use. We have to restructure those things as well. Look at and cotton farming. Look at all of that, how much water it uses. We have to start looking at, uh, you know, so maybe cotton's out, maybe we have to go to hemp. Okay, so then, um, yeah, well, hemp's great. It's a wonder plant on yeah, many levels. so many different things. Fucking burn one down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's marijuana. Oh, hemp actually yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. have any THC. Well, I'll burn it all down anyway. But, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be THC in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just keep going, keep going. <laughs> um... So, all right, so you're pulling your fine-tooth comb across industry. Where does petrol and diesel 
electric cars. I get that. But when, like, if we're going to go down on the scale, you know, we've gone through coal, yep. uh, trees. Petrol's oil. Yeah. Yep. So... Uh, we need to get rid of oil as well because oil is the basis well, that's of what's, plastic. Right, but yeah. Right, as well. And plastic is choking our oceans. It's, it's, it's so many... Red, like, well, oil's what petrol and diesel made yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. So, so we need to move away from that. There's already... And again, this is where two ways, substituting an oil-based product for a biodegradable product is not the answer. For anyone out there listening to this, it's great if you're going paper straws over plastic straws, but what's even better is don't use a straw. That's still our disposable society that we live in. We have to start looking at not... It's not disposable. We can't continue. Look at every single household, the way we dispose of things, single use. Our single use lifestyles, look in supermarkets and everything like that. Like, even if all of that stuff, because then you've got the side effects of, all right, let's say there's no more, no more, de- uh, sorry, no more oil based plastics on this planet, mm. right? But we still have our it's single good use. The super- supermarkets have banned plastic bags. It's been a victory. Yeah, well, they've still got those thick ones, though, haven't they? I don't know. Just, got, that that, so that they little period. They went from GSMs to 35, so they almost doubled the thickness of plastic bags, and now they're selling them. That little period, though, where they didn't have any, and everyone was just like fucking freaking out. Freaking out. That it's, was it's, awesome. Yeah, it's great. That's what we need to do, because this is the point, but this is but the point as well. But that flipped my switch. I, I have not taken a bag from the supermarket, and I don't know how long. I so, carry it in my yeah. arms or yeah, I have yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. So it, that's been a huge win. That's one of the changes. Instead of changing to a coconut husk bag or whatever it might be that you're still going to throw away, because then what, what are we going to need? We're going to need huge coconut plantations, you know, or huge, whatever, whatever your plant-based material is going to come from, we also have to uh, account for that. So we have to start thinking of, let's go to, take away from our... It's the same with the recycling thing. Recycling is like the most basic, lowest level of environmental. Well, it doesn't even. We don't even do it, do we? And that's even a whole other thing. Which, you know, like, there's that's a whole other conversation. But even that, you go on. So when we still, were recycling, China was taking it from us. Yep. And then making stuff out of it. Yeah. And then the cost of getting our recycled shit to China. Well, the cost. What's you the, go, what's go back the to footprint the very beginning, on that? The cost of making that product. How much oil, how much water, how much energy, the whole lot, right? Then to get it transported to you or to the supermarket and then you take it home and then you throw it away straight away, it goes in the recycle. Then the energy that it takes to use, to sorry, to, to recycle that or first to transport it to China, then to do that, you're looking at that going like, well, fuck, what's the point? You know, like we have yeah, to, again... fucking like, burn well, it in the backyard with the nappies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and all the dog shit in those biodegradable bags. You know, so there, there's so there is there's a heap of problems that I they just goes through my mind constantly. But biodegradable bags, you know what? And again, anyway, this is the unfortunate thing. Everyone's going, oh, buy, but it's biodegradable. Those those poo bags, it's yeah. You, you got to take a really close look at it. I did a internship. And the ones that they've got down here for free, the, the, the green ones. Yeah, I double check and please fact check fact check me if if I'm wrong. But well, I'll, generally speaking. If you look at anything that says biodegradable, you have to look at whether it's uh, commercially compostable or whether it's home compostable. Because if it's commercially, what you have to do with those, let's say, let's let's use the dog bags, the, the shit bags as, a, as an example. 
by picking it up, rat that turn it and then leaving it on the ground. I can't believe how many people do that. Just leave it. It blows me away. Like it, you've done it, it the just, effort to pick it up, tie it up. So you you something that is fuck? something something that is an organic material we are wrapping in plastic and then leaving it there. Like that is the solution. But again, if it says biodegradable, it will only be if it's if it's um So there's two types of, two if, types. There's two types. There's one that's better than the other. If yeah. it's commercially biodegradable or commercially compostable, it has to go into a commercial facilities where you have a certain heat, a certain environment. Yeah. That it has to sit in there for it to decompose. Yeah. Then it, it will to go, go into a nuclear it'll, reactor and it'll, it'll be gone. Pretty much yeah. like it's got to have some certain, it's got to be at like, I don't know exactly the temperature. I think it was like 47 degrees or 37 degrees for days and days. Like da, 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 da. It's got to have the different organisms that go into it to eat it away. If it sits on our ocean, you know, on the, on the high tide mark, it yeah. won't ever biodegrade. It might degrade. And degrade means, yeah, it'll break up into a heap of little pieces. You're better off just leaving your shit sitting there. Just leave it there or kick it in the ocean if you have to, you know? Like, I'm, it's better than leaving plastic there, you know? And I'll always stand by that. But you, know, you know, my dog's been shitting in the ocean lately. Actually going She goes into in the there. water's edge. No. It's unbelievable. Jeez, you're good, aren't you? Fucking like some guy had a go at me over it the other day as well. Oh, I know. It's incredible. And then, <laughs> again, <laughs> it's incredible our society when you look at some of the things people get pissed off about. It's awesome. And then they, someone actually had a go at me the other day. He's like, "You," I, I said to him because he had a full go. He was really rude on Facebook, and he just and I just wrote back to him. I said, "You know, like this is my reasoning. I'd really appreciate if you weren't if you didn't use derogatory terms. You know, it's just really disrespectful. We're all trying to have a conversation." And then he went back and he said, "I would, uh, I'd really appreciate if you didn't spam my spam my my feed." And I didn't even answer him about that, but I'm like. Mate, you get spammed with advertising. Is he talking about Facebook? 24 7. Oh my God. On, on anything. Yeah. Everywhere we fucking go in this society, <laughs> there is advertising. You don't go and get upset when you get a radio ad, do you? You don't get upset when you drive past a sign. Well, you know, some people do, I'm sure. But, <laughs> but okay. it's, it's part of life. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, I don't know. No, nah, people just want to blue. Like, certain, you oh, know, not, having, not having his life. He's looking for yeah. anyone to fucking lash out at. Yeah. You know, that's just, no, I don't know. Happy people seldom do that to lash out at people, right? No, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. It's interesting because, like, as, as my platform is getting bigger, man, I'm copping some nutters, eh? Like, oh, I bet. You're exposed, oh. man. You are the coalface of the public yeah. and it's frightening yeah it's 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 and that's where it goes back to you know people having a crack at me i i was getting told no i've got to just say i take my hat off to you from for very much that point of view you really put yourself out there because it's fucking spooky to be out there saying what you feel how you feel and having everyone come at you from different angles some people are going to love you and some people are going to hate you but nonetheless it's a vulnerable place to be oh so, yeah absolutely uh, no thank you and i, I, I appreciate it because it is there's been some times where i've just gone like whoa well, it's hard shit. to not take like, things personally of course it is particularly yeah. when it's i'm not representing a brand my brand is my name and my face you and know it, like that's that's that that's you know like that's the reality i'm not and that's where it goes back to oh it's just politics don't don't get don't take it personally like i'm not the labor party i'm not the liberal party or or the greens i am damien cole independent you know like of course i'm going to take it personally when someone attacks me you know, like it's it's heavy. Some of the shit that I've I've been told that I'm I but will it's be fear. the destruction. They're, they're attacking you out of fear 
it's fear of change. Uh, fear of change or also lack of awareness or education or they, you know, they don't know the whole story. I got told with the but whole But anger the comes from fear ticket, usually first. The, the split ticket, yeah. So the fear that liberals might get in, people started going to me, you know, I've heard that you are preferencing there. There was this smear Has campaign. it ever, ever made I am a pinch the of shit difference? I can never, I could not tell you one time or another how my life has been affected, whether one party's in or another. I no. just don't even know. No, exactly. That's the only those that are politically minded, you know, that are really into this whole t- thing. Is like, yeah, but do they I, really notice I got, it? I got in told the that fucking... I was. I, I got told that I would be the demise of our environment, that I would single handedly, or or that I would single handedly lose the election. You know, let, let let the liberals get back in, because I want a split ticket. Mm. I just go. I'm like, you have no idea what we're doing behind the scenes. And fair enough, because we are doing it behind the scenes. That's, but it's kind of like it's the shit that you do have to take. Where I like, I was, I was breaking down in tears on a like daily basis, just going fuck. Like it's just so heavy. Like the things that are going on that no one knows about. And my team are around me, just going like, mate, you're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. And like, then they were freaking out. And there was so much going on. But it's like it is. It's a. It's a. It's a minefield, and you have to really stick to your guns. And I have to stick to why I'm doing this. And the reason that I'm doing this is for the benefit and the well-being of our community okay. and our environment. So and when, not when just this political ne- cycle. We're talking intergenerational. I'm not interested in three years. I'm interested in my kids and their kids and their kids. Yeah, long-term, futuristic, how are we going to survive as a species before we drive into the ground? So um, what, when's the next... What what are you doing? Are you going to go for another local? Fucking let me butcher it again. A local one before the federal one, or no, state so, before federal. What so has to work now? A, Is it now you've a, crossed the threshold? You can't go back. Oh, I'm not going. I, I you know, I, I've, no, always, no, I've always mean, really loved labouring, but I'm no, now no, no. no at I don't going. mean going back to your old way of life. I mean, I, I can see that you're going to stay in the political realm, but can you go again for state, or do you have, are you stuck well, in a federal? Enough, thing no, now? no, no, no. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, right. Oh, there's a council election next year, you know, for well, Surf Coast. Oh, Surf Coast. Surf Coast. All right. November next year. Um, listen, having a look at it. At this point... So what can it, you break that down a little bit for me? What does that look like? Not for you specifically. What is it? Um, you said the Surf Coast is... So going Surf Coast, ha- I can't tell you that. I think it's nine councils or seven. I'm actually not 100% sure on that, which I should look at. But what you have is different wards within the Surf Coast Shire, right? Different so, wards. So you have... Sounds like we're in the fucking... Winchelsea? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. But it actually makes sense. So you have... Uh, what would you have? Winchelsea, Aries Inlet, Lawn, Anglesey. And then I think we have... Yeah, it might, might be seven then. And I think we have seven... Uh, we have three in Torquay because we have such a big population. I'm pretty sure that's seven. So uh, we have seven. We have seven councillors that will be up for election. Seven, seven, seven spots up for election next year. Um, there's a few different ways. Now that we tell can look me this. this: if you go, you go like just pie in the sky shit. You go, and that's what happens. Does that mean that you're out of a, a state and federal no. election? No. Okay. No. Cool. Libby Coker was our. Well, she technically would still be is a councillor at the moment as oh, we speak right. until she is actually elected if she if she is which it's pretty tight but it looks like she'll get in so you can just take leave 
Mm-hmm. So it depends though, because I'm looking at something a, a lot bigger than just being an independent, uh, and this is moving on from the council. I'm looking at something a lot more. So the, funnily enough, so, and this is, I, <laughs> um, I just found out that, so the federal election, the next federal election is actually before the next state election for us because the state election is every four years and a federal election is every three years. So because we had our election last November, it goes to 2022. So our federal should be, oh, Jesus, who knows? 2022. 2022. Say it again. 2022, three years away. It's the fucking future. Yeah, oh is. my God. Yeah. But Robocop. We are looking now, I'm looking at going bigger than just one independent and one seat. I think looking at the appetite for change within our circles and within our kind of, our, our valued kind of, our, our types, like demographic is huge. And I think that it, this election has become a catalyst for this change. I think that a lot of people around Australia didn't realize this was going to happen. This is kind of like our Trump moment. I think for, for 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 Australia, we're going like we thought Labor was a shoe in, which they again, while they're not the best and they you know their environmental policies aren't incredible, they were they're they're still they're a lot further ahead than Liberals. So the fact that Liberals are in, everyone's just going fucking what like. But hold on, but hold we on. Didn't think that was going to happen. Someone said to me the other day that in this, the Liberal girl. Got the mo- more votes, but Sarah the- Henderson, yeah. Sarah Henderson got the no, the Labor person got the more votes. Is it? I don't know. Fuck, nah, no. But this is preferential voting. Yes, and so then the other person got less, but because they got more preferences. That's right. That's the point. Fuck me drunk. So unless she got fifty percent, so it's the first. It's first to go above fifty percent, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm. Right. Well, once all the votes are counted, whoever's above fifty. And what it does is, is if, if you oh, didn't go 50 okay, above no, yourself, so she you got need, 40. You need help. And she got 38, but her preference But then other you've got, got the Greens, it. myself, yeah. AJP, you've yep. got all these other that have fed into Labor. Kicked her over 50. So that are hopefully going to kick her over at the end. So yeah. it's this real, yeah, it's it's really a time. So so what am I, what's next for me? Over the next three years, I want to establish an alliance of people all around the country that have very diverse set of skills where we can come together and we can create a blueprint for communities all around Australia, which is not just political in the sense of trying to get people elected, but also trying to educate our communities <coughs> on the way the way our, our system works and why we should be looking at certain things. And it's... Well, you could even teach people how to vote cards because obviously, exactly. by the way, you just said that. I just like well, this, but this is this is what I'm saying. So many people don't understand, and that's why again it goes back to if you vote for Labor first, then me, you've wasted a vote. If you vote for me, then Labor, you're sending a message and still getting to vote for Labor. It's as simple as that, you know. So there's there's a lot here that we can learn from, and what I've seen with this fight for the bite stuff because I've obviously been around the whole country over the last couple of months, leading all these paddle outs is. A, there's a lot of people that are hardworking, that are really passionate about all these kind of things and that are super smart. And B, we don't have a link around the country. People are all doing their bits in their communities, which is great, but we're at a time right now where we need more. We need to unify 
and we need to really come together. Well, I think people want to, but they like myself. It's just, we get get lost. Well, see, no, no. See, this is I'm I'm talking about these the people that are really on the forefront of all this. Right. I'm talking people that are already in their communities making some really big change, but it's at a community level. Which going back to what you said with Graham, really important to do. Absolutely need to have that community. It's got to come. That's where I come from. Grassroots, community minded. It, we come from community groups. It's so important to have that because how can you represent a community without being part of it? That's an integral part of everything that we, we're doing. Well, yeah, you, you, yeah, well, you say that, but then that's not the mold of the commerce-driven, you know. So where it's a little bit at war at the moment, the power yep. play of like people are starting to shift. Definitely, but yep. we're getting more and more open-minded by the day. And it's not about, and that's the thing, we're at war at the moment, and it's, again, it's this two-sided thing. You know, and it's this, it's kind of, you but it's know, gonna us be, versus it's gonna, them. It's going to be until it swings. But it can't be us versus, it can't no, be no, us I, versus I them. Get that. It can't be left versus right. We have to, we have to try and... But seemingly, it's send, commerce versus environment. Yes, it's, it's, it's economy versus, it's either, and this is the thing, we've been, so, and this is where it goes back to the Liberals particularly, but kind of both, both sides, really. Well, you need to kind of do what the Aboriginals have done and just burn the bush to the ground to let it regenerate. But this is like, it's the sustainable <laughs> and practice. And when I say knowing, the bush... Don't take too much, don't take, you know, like, yeah. it has to, it, it's, we've been sold this thing that it's either the economy or it's the environment. And it's, that is fundamentally flawed because we need the environment in order for our economy to work. So our economy has to complement our environment and vice versa. And, and, and with that comes our social well-being. That's called the triple bottom line. Does anyone have a perfect model of this? That, well, if you look scientifically, the, the, uh, does any country have? No, no, no. Does anyone out there like philosophers, um, politicians that are under the radar? Uh, like, there's a lot of people have... that have different different theories. I, you know, like yeah, I. I... Graham Stockton would probably have one. He, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he's man, he is a very educated man. Mm. He's got a lot. He knows a lot of stuff. So it's yeah, there is certain things, but it's also, and I've always tussled with with Graham on this. It's there is no point in having the best idea in the world. Which if Graham? You, Graham Stockton. Yep. He comes out with all these really good ideas and ideologies and all of that. And I always go back to how do we sell that message? How do we get that to the commerce-driven people? We have to find a way. Have you found that way? Uh, not, not yet. We're, we're working on it. And that's why I want to get people together all around the country. Well, and I'm think, serious about this. In no, three no, years' no, time, I, I, want to get, I want to have a presence, not just in Karangamite. I want to have an alliance of people all over the country who are who have very similar values. Yep, you, you're still individual in terms of your, you know, each community does have their own special needs and wants and whatever, but we have to have a, a, a database of of people and resources and, and money and ideas. We have to be sharing this on a national scale so that we can help inform, educate our, our, our communities so that they can make the right choices. Because at the moment, everyone is so disillusioned and disenfranchised with our political system, and again, rightfully so, and both major political parties are playing on that so that they can get elected because it's a game to them. Whereas for me and for all of us, this is not a game. This is our lives. This is our society as we know it, and this is for future generations. We are, we are playing 
with our with our society the society our society as we know it and that's what's kind of scares the shit out of me but that's also what drives me as well mm-hmm. to really push and push you know so when you do say like oh, i don't know when we you know you you kind of feel all hopeless and helpless yeah i've been there and i feel it part of parts of me feel it you know every week but w- i use that to drive me and i move further and further i'm just like right let me at it because we, we have to. I don't have a choice. If I want to have kids, if I want to be able to take my kids out at Rincon, that's... But that... I'm that's, not going to go down that rabbit hole. I want you to meet the girl in Norway. I will. I will someday. I think that it has to go beyond our shores. I think it but needs to be... But it won't be just be, her. I want to meet Alexandria. No, 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 I, yeah, I want to meet Jacinda Arden. I want to meet... You know, like there's, there's so many people because we need to talk to them. Because you, if the rest of the world, if you're fighting multinationals, you have to become multinational. You know, like it's the multinational companies that are doing a lot of damage. Well, we've got to outsmart them in that way. Yeah. So we've got to, we've got to use their thing against them. Or well, not even against them. We have, to, we have to deliver it in another way. Damo, you know? we're at two hours. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> another one. Have you seen Knock Down the House on Netflix? No. Have Watch it. It's, Knock down the house. Yeah. This is that's what this, the neighbors must have watched. This, yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> if you have Alexandria Ocasio Cortez moving in next door, I, I'm moving in. Oh, is that <laughs> is it? Is about her? Is it? It's more than that. It's yeah. actually it is, but it's actually and this is kind of where I've gotten a lot of inspiration from her as an individual, but also I I kept thinking last year when I when I saw her I was like, where did she come from? She's like. She popped up out of nowhere and she's got all this and she just went at it. She's so smart, driven. She's in New York, right? Set, yeah, from yeah. the Bronx. And the way she did it, I just this documentary just un, un, unveils everything. Um, it's the young Democrats who had behind the scenes, they actually got all of these grassroots people from all over the country. Working class people like ourselves mm-hmm. never had a political bone in their in their body in a sense like me. I, I twelve months ago, mate, if you had told me I was walking in my second election in twelve months' time, I'd have told you to fuck off. Really, like I'd have been like, mate, I hate these. I hate politicians. I hate. Now here I am. Why? Because I've t- I've realised that again, the political system is yep it needs a it needs a software upgrade. Politicians are fucked. But politics is so integral and important to our well-being and our environment's well-being, and that's why I'm standing up. We have well, to we have to live those. in the framework of it's anarchy, right? Well, be, yeah, like there has to be. This is go back to knock down the house. What they did was they got working class people. They got ner- a nurse. Well, they they had dozens of people. But nurses. They had a, a coal miner's daughter. They had a waitress. They had dozens of people all over the country. And they got them to stand up. And it was a grassroots movement. And it resonated with people. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez increased voter turnout by 67% in the Bronx. 67%. So all those people didn't give a shit because they never thought they could make a difference. And then she came along and she told him otherwise. She said, no, this is about us. This is our community. Let's be proud and let's, let's stand up for our community. And they did, and that resonated, and she got elected. And now she's the youngest woman to ever be elected in Congress, and she's in there kicking down doors 
and searching for these pricks that have fucked up her communities. She is going hard at them and she is really shaking up the system. Awesome. And that's where I get my drive from. You know, there's people like that. And that's where anyone, please watch that thing because it, it is inspiring. What's it called again? Burning down that, knock, knock down, the, down house. the house. Knock down the house. On Netflix, I've already seen it. I've watched it three times. All right. I'm I just love it. It, it yeah. really is. And it does. It'll, it'll see that it is possible. What we're, what we're envisioning, mm-hmm. I'm already talking to people. That I woke up Well, it gives six, you a blueprint. It does. Especially for you. It does. And yeah. what we need to do is talk to them, figure out a blueprint that works for Australia, and then send that blueprint all over Australia and work with other communities and work for... I know it sounds corny, but we have to work for a better tomorrow because if not, we won't have one. No, um, yeah. That's, no. that's, that's sim- as simple as I look at it. Is that's, that's, what, that's what this is, you know? We're fighting... Try and stop con- consuming so much. Oh, we have to try. Go to, gum, to, go to Gumtree. We have to go to Gumtree, <laughs> go to the Salvos. Apparently, they're full up at the moment, so please go take some stuff. Yeah, you know? some, some <laughs> threads. But it has to happen on all levels. Yeah. All three levels of government, every individual, every single company, every corporation, every milk bar, everyone, every single community group. We all have to act on this. And we've got to stand together. We've got to start... We, we have to get, and I steal this one from Jacinda Arden. She's changed her whole system over there so that it's based on compassion and empathy and wellness for her, for her communities. We can't keep living in this divisive us versus them and money versus environment, and, you know, like taxes or this or, you know, they're going to steal that and, oh, the African gangs are coming to get us and it's all this power play that is trying to... I haven't like, heard from the Apex gang for a while. No, that's, you know, because we've got other quiet. things now. We've got yeah. franking credits that are yeah. apparently more important. You know, it's, yeah, but listen, it, it, it's it's a time now where we do. We need to stand up as as communities all over all over the coast, all over Australia and all over the world because we we just, we have to. We owe it to the, the kids that are coming up right now and, you know, and every living creature that has never done any harm to us. Oh, you know, we speech. owe it to them, this planet, this planet that's given us so much. It has given an, so much and has continued to give and give well, and give. Well, it's our house. It is. And it's given us everything without asking for anything. And we've just taken it for a ride and now it's starting to crumble and it's our responsibility to stand up and start fixing the house. Damo, I think you should come back in again soon. And I'm yep. going to follow you, your progress. Absolutely. Um, it's always a pleasure. Love you, bro. Thanks, mate. Love you too, eh? Looking forward to some waves uh, over the next few days too. Bang. <laughs> mate, it's good to see you looking not, uh, not as fanatic. Yeah, no, I'm much more relaxed now. I'm just excited for what the future holds. I know, I know it sounds weird, but I'm excited because no, it's good. We, we it's a very healthy, going. healthy um, frame of mind to be in. Yeah, no, you got to be. I, I've got no choice. And I know I'm a pessimistic motherfucker, but I, 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 I also am. Like I, I'm not. I feel good. Yeah, you know. I think things can shift. That's what I mean. Let's use that to 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 harness all of that. Harness the anger and the frustration. And use it to try and fucking get a better world. That's what I. That's what I get excited about. Knock the house down. Knock it down. Let's do it. <laughs> or build it. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. There you have it. There was my chat with Damien Damo Cole. Um, look, wherever you are, whoever you are. Hasn't the weather been good? 
I don't know. It's been like, what are we in? January, February, March, or May? We're in May. The fifth month. We're in winter. The weather has been unbelievable. Um, so wherever you are, whoever you are, I hope the sun has been shining on your back or face. You've been feeling good. Um, and if you're in the car, the traffic's are flowing. But fuck, does that mean we've got to get bikes, burn our cars, and start walking in the sun? I don't fucking know. Till next time, take care.